guys, welcome back to Spill the V. I'm your host, Lauren Steinberg. In today's episode, I'll be speaking with Stephanie, also known as Soothing Sista on Instagram, about her passions, background, and content. Her new YouTube series called Sex Smarts is a conversational and judgment-free place for women to talk freely and openly about their bodies and overall wellness. I'm so excited to hear more. I am so excited to have you on. Um, I haven't seen you in a while. I think the last time I saw you was our Young Wild and V rally. Oh, that was so cool. Thank you for having me. Oh, that was fun. I don't know. That was like our first time doing it, but I had fun doing it. Yeah, it was great. There was like a nice energy amongst the crowd. It was a nice energy. I know. I feel like I learned a lot about you, but we're going to have to ask some of these questions just because I feel like your story was so incredible. So just tell me how you got into Instagram and YouTube. Um, I was actually in grad school in San Francisco, and I was just so stressed out, had so much going in my life. I had like my full-time job as well, but I was watching a lot of YouTube videos, first and foremost, just to like watch videos about products and figure out how to save money on things. Um, And then I started getting very committed to certain YouTubers. And that really made me feel like I had like, you know, like a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And it kind of made me want to start making videos. And I was like, I have stuff to contribute in terms of skincare and makeup. Those are the things I like to talk about. So that's really what got me into it. And then I dropped out of grad school to do YouTube full time. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you have a following at that point? Uh, Yes, actually. The, it was like a year and a half into grad school and um my school actually kind of told me like either you pick one or the other because i was getting like travel opportunities in the school that i was at uh you could only miss one class per quarter or you'd be be dropped yeah (laughs) i would have flunked out immediately yeah or would you you would have been dropped from the class so at that point also with with what i with what i was studying uh i realized at that time I was like making more money doing, doing YouTube. YouTube than I would have if I would have just gone through the three years and nine months, by the way, of grad school and then like started working. I was making more money like at that time. So it was That's one cool of those story. things. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. That's awesome. And then, so everyone who's listening, her name is Stephanie. <laughs> Hi. Soothing Hello. sister. What's how? <laughs> What does that even mean? Oh, my God. Because, you know, sometimes I call you Soothing Sister. I'm like, oh, Soothing Sister's on the podcast. <laughs> and it's really funny because um, that is actually an alcoholic drink that... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Soothing Sister was a drink uh, at a bar that I was working at. During grad school? This was before, actually. Uh-huh. So I created that handle before I even was, like, thinking about making YouTube. You know when you, like, create a YouTube account and they ask you to you know, make, make a, make a username for yourself. Yeah. And so at this bar that I was working at, we had a drink called Soothing Sista. And one of the guys who worked there would always be like, Soothing Sista, give me a Soothing Sista, you know? So what's in it? It was just like a chamomile like, mint. It was like, it was like a soothing drink, you know? So, um, when I had to make my YouTube <laughs> username, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just make a Soothing Sista. Not even thinking like in oh the my future, you know, that this is like going to be the thing Your that career. defines me, you know? Um, yeah. That reminds me of Billie Eilish because hers is like, where are the avocados? Yeah. Because she was like, one. I like watched the story. She was like, I opened my fridge and I was like, where are the avocados? And then I laughed and made it, where are the avocados? I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And that was before 
Before she, she was Billie, yeah. Well, Hello. she was always Billie, but I have a weird obsession with Billie Eilish. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I'm such a huge fan of all of your content. How did you go from, you know, a couple hundred followers to your massive following today? I mean, I feel like you're like a very prominent YouTube content creator. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say I had help at the beginning. So when I first started making YouTube videos, it was my friend Jenim who really pushed me to do it. Uh, we became friends back in Davis, California. Actually, so we met at the bar that I was drinking. Drinking soothing yeah, systems, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, she was drinking some other stuff. <laughs> But we met there. She was uh, in her final year, uh, her undergrad at UC Davis. And then I was actually, I graduated and I was just working at the bar. And that's how we met. And she was already making YouTube videos. So she really encouraged me to start creating content because she knew that I loved watching videos. It's really funny too because it was just like a coincidence that we, we met, you know. And she really helped me. Fil- she helped me film my first video ever, like showed me how to like edit things. And so I really, I owe a lot to her for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. I That's feel so like cool. in terms of YouTube, it's quite difficult to just like jump off out of nowhere. So it was really like, I'm so lucky to have her really help me out at the very beginning. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so how did you start? Were you just reviewing like skincare and makeup products? My first video was like a DIY uh, embroidery project. Oh, I would like, watch that. Yeah, it was like Valentine's Day embroidered hearts, like magnets. Uh-huh. It was so random. I, I did start off like doing little things like that, but then it really went into a lot of skincare and makeup because that's what I really like to watch. I know, and that's what I love to talk stuff. about. Yeah. There's just so many products There's out there, man. There's so many you just keep every day there's new stuff coming out but I mean there's definitely certain brands that I am very committed to that I love a lot yeah um but I just love talking about it that's awesome no and I feel like it's just you've kind of made such a seamless transition into um sex smarts so I watched like a ton of it I don't know tell everyone what sex smarts is and I feel like it's very like gutsy of you I don't know if that's even an adjective but Mm. to start that because I've heard from so many YouTubers that they're getting demonetized for talking about subjects like you're talking about so I think it's super just amazing that you're talking about this on YouTube like for all of just for everyone to like watch I don't know I've I've watched like six episodes you have six right I think I actually have five five but yeah, yeah, you got it. They're I, amazing. There's more coming out. Honestly, so in my undergrad, yeah. um, I, one of my, my minor, or my, my major is psychology, and my minor is in sexuality studies. So my like internships and stuff were with the sexuality uh, department. And it is something that I've always like, I mean, I love talking about sex. It is definitely something I love talking about. But I also love talking about, you know, women's health um, and, and things along those lines. It was kind of an easy transition I feel like a lot of people um ask definitely like when it comes to something like sex smarts like a subject like this how do you transition from like talking about skincare and vlogging and stuff and going into that but I feel lucky in that I started YouTube kind of later in life compared later in life compared to like a lot of YouTubers where I was already pretty established in myself and I wasn't seen as like a young girl on YouTube like growing up on YouTube so I was already kind of like being opinionated talking about adult subjects so 
nobody questioned me kind of transitioning into talking about more, I don't know, stigmatized subjects like sex. But it definitely was a leap. This is a series that I've been wanting to start now for, it's years in the making. But honestly, the thing that probably held me back the most is my parents. Really? Not that they would hold me back, but the thought of them. Them like watching you talk about this stuff. Yeah. Watching me talk about it, hear about it. But at this point, like we actually have such an open relationship now that I have spoken pretty openly with my parents about sex which is awesome because as an Asian American woman <laughs> that is wild like could Wait, never you should imagine. film a video with your parents I would I would love to no watch way. that no no <laughs> I don't well it's the same with me because like my dad's a gynecologist and I was like yeah. talking to my dad oh about these like gosh. infections that I was yeah. getting I mean it's awkward but but your dad at least talked about it. Right, right, conversations. right. I literally never spoke about sex at all. Like, we never had the talk, nothing. And, you know, I, <laughs> it was like a big leap. I think, honestly, because my parents get to see so much into my life because of YouTube, and I know that they watch my videos, and they know they look at my Instagram and stuff, it's almost like, okay, so they're learning about me without me directly telling them these things and it made me be able to just like be more open in real life when I watch you it's just like you're so comfortable talking about all of this stuff and I think that I mean even with Queen V like I just see so many similarities just because I feel like you're kind of like the older sister that people wish that they had and they kind of like ask you well you didn't have to ask you the questions you're just answering them I don't know I was like reading through the comments too and it's so interesting that you said the word like stigma because there is such a stigma around literally every topic that you're discussing like your your episodes I mean you like really go into it which I think is amazing yeah my first few episodes I wanted to keep it quite like scientific you know? it was like, scientific factual, but educational educational yeah um because I'll, i get dms from girls all the time asking me these like asking me questions about things that i feel like is common sense to me but there's so much misinformation out there that they are confused and overwhelmed like on the internet it's wonderful but it is also horrible at the same time because you can look one thing up and just all these things come out that have nothing to do I don't know with symptoms or whatever so I really want to touch upon very like the basics you know like UTIs birth control yeast infections like these things that we all either deal with or want to look into Um, but then I also want to go into things that are a little bit more abstract like online dating and so I want sex marts to have that like very factual scientific kind of realm but also go into like kind of fun modern subjects as well and talk about it very casually and very openly because it should be like my last episode was on masturbation I watched that one (laughs) I honestly Queen Bee hasn't gone there yet but oh man I honestly that was really the one that made me obviously the most nervous to record because if if you would have asked me like in my undergrad or you know years ago if I was going to talk about masturbation openly on camera yeah uh I could never imagine that but I think it's really important for us to normalize things like that because literally everyone does it like self-love like so many people do it and the people I feel like who don't do it 
don't do it because they feel guilt. I just want to be able to like normalize talking about these kind of things. I love it. It's like important to do and it's not shameful at all. I know? totally, I mean, I would, I literally wouldn't even say the word vagina two years ago and now I'm like wow. running queen bee or I would, but like, it's like, I don't like, I just turned bright red and be like vagina. No, like, for sure. But like the more and more you talk about it, yeah. like every time you say it out loud and you're not embarrassed. It's normal. Yeah, exactly. It's like we all have one. Like let's just like, talk literally, about it. Exactly. It's crazy. There's so, like, I feel like there are adult women, yeah, who, like, can't it's, say vagina. It's literally crazy. I mean, They're yeah, like, our whole Queen Bee <laughs> campaign was, like, you'd rather call it a muff or a kitty oh than, like, God. just say the word vagina. Like, yeah. you said, like, oh, my muff. That's, like, what? That's <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> you really think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's always fun to have, you know, interesting names, slang terms for things. But if you're really talking about your vagina. You might as well talk like, about it. I feel like. There's people who can't even say vagina to their doctors, you know, and that's not okay because if there's an issue, you know, if there's something that you need to talk about and you're like afraid to talk about it, that's so bad. It's I know. restricting it's, it's you so from like scary. getting help, you know? It's so. so scary. I know we get a lot of those questions too because a lot of women are afraid to even see the gynecologist. I'm like, so I did, I filmed this yeah. entire video of like myself going to the gyno. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, next you pee in a cup. Like, and I like showed myself yeah. peeing. It's like, it's so normal. It's not that scary. But that's why I like what you're doing so much because if people are nervous, they can kind of just Google it and then you pop up and you talk oh, about I it. So. No, I, I, I pop it, up. Yeah. No, you do pop. And it's just, it's so comforting. Like, you're just so good at talking to people. I don't know. Maybe you should have been a therapist. <laughs> that's what <laughs> you think about why, it. Well, I mean, that's actually why I was going into psychology because it's crazy. But then, I'm an extremely emotional person, and if I see somebody else crying, crying, then you cry. I literally will cry. I cried at the preview for the last season of Queer Eye, like actual tears streaming down my face okay. for the preview. Okay, so you know we're opposites. I, I would be like, grow up. Like it's okay. Just like let's move on. Like there's other things to worry about. You know, I'm like that too. I'm very matter of fact. But if somebody's sad in front of me, I just like you know, I'm like empathetic but also like I can't keep it together in a way. Ugh, so so for my own mental health, I was like, maybe I need to rethink some things. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely take a lot of what I learned, you know, from school and just, I guess, my own personality and put it into Sex Smarts. For I sure. love it. Sex Smarts is so cool. You guys all have to check it out. Yeah. I love it. How has uh, like you. your audience reacted to it? I <laughs> like have you seen like people like say, unfollow you yeah for really sure. there are people who have definitely unfollowed me um I never really checked that but a couple of days ago you don't have the unfollow app I'm just kidding I don't have oh one my gosh I I can't believe people have that I don't have it I actually had a dude that I went on like a couple of dates with and he just ended up being weird just weird strange guy that I never wanted to speak to again I had followed him and then I unfollowed him and then he texted you and he immediately was like why'd you unfollow me I was like whoa bro (laughs) whoa 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 this is crazy you need a it it was really strange which and also also like that super turned me off so that makes me like never want to talk to you again you're like tracking that come on um but yeah in terms of sex smarts definitely have gotten uh, people unfollowing because I understand it is like my last video was called masturbation it's good for you <laughs> like that was the title you know and some people don't want to see that and I completely but then it's like just don't watch that. it you know That's I know thing. but 
I know that, you know, in terms of YouTubers, sometimes you follow people because you like their vlogs or their beauty stuff. And if that's not all that they're posting about, then, you know, I don't, I don't care. It's fine. I have a group of people, a group of women who are like so powerful and beautiful and kind and like I'm down with them, you know? So That's awesome. Yeah. You have your support system. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So I feel like you probably get asked this question all the time, but a lot of women wrote in and asked like, how do I become a content creator? Mm. Or like, I always wonder this too, like how do you keep up with all the trends? And like, I feel like the YouTube space is so crowded like right now. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I don't really keep up with the... Well, you kind of created your own trend, like the sex smarts. I don't know. I don't know if that I would call it a trend. I hope it's not a trend. (laughs) I mean, like, hopefully it picks up and it's just like, you know, a thing that we talk about. Um, But in terms of like trendy stuff, like tags and, you know. It's so much pressure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Once one person has like a a makeup tutorial, for example, that takes off and everybody's going to do that. And I don't really... I don't really kind of go along with that. I mean, I, it's it's fun and I used to. And I think as like a younger YouTuber, that's stuff that like you should do. Mm-hmm. If you're just starting off, do those tags. Try and do things that are popular, you know, just to like get visibility. Um, but don't do it if it's like forced, you know. Right. Do it if it's fun. You know, like 50, uh, like 50 questions, you know, stuff like that. Those kind of tags that are like really standard. I would say like go ahead and do those kind of things. But... I don't really uh, go along with too much of that stuff, yeah. for sure. YouTube is very saturated, and there's there's a, a lot of interesting stuff going on in terms of different channels, but I just like to stay in my lane. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's good advice. And have you, like, had any just negative experiences being a female in this kind of community? You know? No. Or is there more positive? I feel like once I... I, I honestly started off with like a really strong female like base and it's just continued. And you kind of had like a mentor from the beginning. Like I feel like that's so, you said oh, yeah, Jen, Jen kind of for sure. mentored yeah. you. She helped me like make my first couple of videos for sure. But in terms of the community, I've never had, um, I, I mean in terms of like the people who are subscribers, you know, I've never really had any issues. It's actually really funny because I had a friend who was doing like so, this YouTube series where girls like kind of read out their DMs. Oh gosh. And like dudes hitting them up, you know? And it was supposed to be like a jokey kind of thing, like calling these guys out for being like gross. He was like, hey, like, do you want to do the series? It's gonna like, he showed me a couple examples. And I was like, look, if you go into my DMs, it is literally all women being like, super supportive or like what lipstick were you wearing that's like, amazing tell me about the skincare i get zero dudes you know so like that's my <laughs> really awesome community you know every blue moon i do i had a couple guys who were you know consistently commenting and stuff but uh that's about that it. would flatter me i'd be like oh i still got it like look at me well, one of them was like a really old actually no both of them were just very old men and i feel They're like just fans. you know <laughs> Got, got a little creepy at, near the end, so I had to block one of them, but that was like the one time out of like years of YouTube, so I feel very That's lucky. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. No, I just, I really admire the way you use your platform to just talk about these issues and to support women. I just think that's so important nowadays. Yeah, for sure. We all have to like support each other, um, you know, with all the 
drama that's going so on. So much very, drama. Very silly. Very silly. For sure. I like to keep a The canceled culture that I just recently oh, read about. Oh, man. I mean, is that, is that I don't know. You? I'm just trying to be like trendy. These like 16-year-olds, well, no, I'm no, like... No. Don't even worry about it. Get out of there. You'll go down this like weird YouTube rabbit hole of like drama channels and la 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 oh that might be what i do tonight is watch the drama channel honestly every once in a while i'll get into one of those like youtube sinkholes or you just keep clicking and and afterwards i feel so weird i'm like i feel strange i don't feel like i'm a human being right now (laughs) why am i watching other people's business i kind of want to do that tonight (laughs) is that weird it no it's not weird it's like we all are very interested in other people's lives of course but it is it kind of like sucks your soul a little bit i will say so just be careful i might do it tonight i'll report back tomorrow okay okay um (laughs) so what is the best piece of advice you've ever received obviously not to like uh participate in canceled culture you mean received like in life just in life oh in general can be you know related to anything I guess in life like I always I like come back to this um is something that has really like shaped my life I guess is when I was in high school Uh I have a my big cousin Nikki he's 12 years older than me he's like the biggest influence in my life he like had to take care of me, babysit me from like when I was like a baby newborn. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was having like issues in high school with people just being like mean mean <laughs> and fully like I gra- I graduated high school when I was 16 years old, like to get out of there. It was like wow. Not great. Um but I came to to him for advice and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I just feel so lost. Like they think I'm weird and all this stuff. And he told me pretty much like I don't know if I can swear on this podcast. He I'll just me. say bleep when you <laughs> he say said, it. He said, bleep. F, F, everybody, <laughs> F what everybody says. Um, because if they have problems with you, that's their problem, not your problem. And I've always kind of kept that because if anybody has something to judge me about or say anything bad about, you know, I'm talking about all this positive community they have for sure I have dealt with some like strange stuff and like negative energy from people but I always kind of keep that in my heart and that I don't know their life they don't know my life and if they have a problem with me it's really not my problem uh so that's how I don't I don't you know I don't let the haters get to me is what I'm saying. I love you know? that. Yeah. The haters going to hate. Yeah. <laughs> Do I sound sure. like I'm 16? <laughs> Am I trendy yet? <laughs> yeah. But also, I mean, in general, in terms of subscribers and YouTube, like I really don't have any of that. No, Those, that's amazing because yeah. I feel like, you know, I mean, I guess I would consider you like an influencer too. You have a huge following. You're always posting just amazing photos where you look so great. I'm like, oh, she's so pretty. But oh, like, how you. do you stay like healthy, like mentally, you know, mental health? is so important to me and it's yeah I mean I'm sure it's important to you as well just self-care for sure those little weird comments on Instagram like YouTube really I don't get comments neither on on Instagram either I don't get weird ones but every once in a while there's like a couple here and there where they're just saying something real real mean Uh, and of course that can get to you but at the same time like I really do keep that in mind where like they don't know my life and I don't know their life so they can be going through something crazy you know I feel like people who lash out obviously 
are not happy within their own situations. They're seeing somebody's like they're seeing my photos like I'm traveling, doing cool stuff like I am in beautiful Los Angeles. And they're like, how does that person have that? And I don't. So when I see negativity and I get messages, um, I just it really doesn't bother me at all because I just really you're think very of it, strong because <laughs> I, I think of it from their perspective yeah you know if they're talking about my weight or something I'm like all right person you know come on come on like <sighs> it's not your place to judge me right really please you don't even have a freaking profile photo okay <laughs> if you're gonna own up to this like you know, how I know it's have so a- hard <laughs> I have to bite my tongue sometimes like Lauren do not respond to that yeah. do not respond you know to what that. the worst is definitely men who are trying to say something like mansplain something on my on some like how they somehow find my stuff and that is the worst um but luckily to be honest like I don't even have to acknowledge those comments because I have a w- great group of women who they just like stand up for you I know I swoop in and it's tight that's so amazing I never have to say anything I love that or I just go lol <laughs> If I get a comment like that, lol, okay. That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. You know, I think in general, I I definitely am like a very uh, positive person in yeah. general. Um, so it's that, that Virgo energy. I oh, always yeah. say it's our big Virgo energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just bosses, you know. We, we know ourselves. And- big V energy, big <laughs> Virgo energy. Oh, my God. I've really thought that's, about this a lot. That's my next tattoo, big V energy. You should get that. Oh my gosh, we have socks that say Big V Energy. We need to send oh them to you. They're God, so cute. So They're literally so cute. I'm gonna send those to you. Okay, for sure. Um. Okay. <laughs> so now this is my favorite question. Okay. Because it's our rapid fire round. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So unfortunately, I always talk too much during this, so I'm gonna keep it short okay. and let you answer. But I might comment. Okay. Because yeah, I yeah. like. I want to hear talk. your opinion. Okay. Okay. Right. So what is your go-to brunch spot in LA? Um, oh, I don't wanna. I mean, this might be giving away where I live, but uh, I, I live in the arts district. Okay. It's trendy. When it comes to brunch, I'm just trying to stay real close to my location. Okay. You know? Don't say too much. Oh, it's fine. I mean, arts district is, it's fine. Uh, the resident, they have like the best breakfast burrito ever. What's in it? There is like it eggs. Is, it's like a Mexican breakfast burrito. Avocado. Is they it like grungy cool. or like... Well, Resident is this really cool outdoor bar uh-huh. in the Arts District. They have like beautiful lights and just plants everywhere. Uh-huh. I need to go. So, but when you walk in, you don't know that there's food really. It's like a food truck that is parked within the enclosure. The Arts District is so tight because like, honestly, when you're walking around, you're like, not much is happening over here. You're not really sure. And then you just like go into this little corner and then there's just be- this beautiful like outdoor space with like twinkly, twinkly lights everywhere and they have like live music and stuff or shows at night. It's just really good. I'm just thinking about that breakfast burrito still. The breakfast burrito is tight and there's a crazy like habanero salsa. Oh, I love have. that. So there we go. Resident. <sighs> okay, resident. Um, your favorite pizza topping? Oh. Depends on the kind of pizza. If oh, it is that's like a, a good quality, answer. Okay, if I'm looking for like quality pizza... I'm doing like uh, just some really nice mozzarella and uh, some basil. Oh, that's classic. Know? Yeah, classic. I like that. But if I'm going, you know. Like if you're drunk. If I'm, I'm going all like, in, I want like a piece of combo Costco pizza. You know, that's. Their pizza you cannot, is so good. <laughs> you cannot beat in terms of it's cheap disgusting. pizza. It's so good. Costco pizza. It's so good. Costco. <laughs> it's so good. Shout out Costco. Hi, Costco. <laughs> okay, tea or coffee? 
if I PG tips tea okay black tea yeah that's good okay when was the last or no what was the last text you sent but you don't have your phone so you can <laughs> I guess think I probably did like I'm here yeah you're like I'm gonna be late because I spill a smoothie all, all over, over my house <laughs> okay sneakers or heels Doc Martens oh there we go I'm still okay I wore Doc Martens in high school Oh, and then I got rid of them because they weren't trendy and now they're trendy again, but I don't want to like wear in a new pair. I've been, I have, I have been wearing them. Doc so Martins. you got to, breaking in a new pair takes like two times of wearing it. Oh, okay. and then maybe I should invest. Yeah, just do it. I mean, I just spent $400 on a Jonas Brothers ticket. The least I could do is buy <laughs> Doc Martens. Oh my God. I know, I don't even want to talk about it. Um, what is your favorite TV show? That's hard. Comedy, Parks and Recreation. Okay. Oh, Feel Good. You love every character, even Jeremy Jam, who is horrible but you love him right parks and rec parks and rec the office oh everyone loves the office yeah i do love my the boyfriend office. loves the office man i mean game of thrones okay i hated game of thrones oh. i watched one episode with my dad though it was the first episode and i was like i can't watch this ever again i'm sure you know multiple people have told you this if you watch like two episodes you really get into it oh my god okay so i've been ha- trying to get my parents my dad into game of thrones for like years he's like i don't have time i can't watch Your dad it won't even talk about sex he's not gonna watch game of thrones well no i mean we've watched movies and stuff together okay. where there's scenes and i'm like oh my god so i knew you know it's fine um but he just retired and i was like hey here's my hbo account watch it and he's like oh, okay they watched every season in Five days? No, of Game they of Thrones. I have never How? seen my parents. My mom was like, "We stayed up till three in the morning." <laughs> like it was. I have never known my parents to binge a show. a show like that. It was so funny. It was like two days later. I was like, "Oh, like what episode are you guys on?" And they're like, "Season three, episode." <laughs> you know, like it was so freaking. Funny. I like this story. Yeah, this it was is a really, good. That's a really good story. It was really sweet. that's a good story. My mom was just like pissed about everything and also super confused because she would like go clean something and, and then come back <laughs> so yeah okay um what is your biggest pet peeve oh i have so many oh my gosh yeah that's hard uh, i don't like people who drag their feet oh that's interesting uh maybe that's because like my mom oh wow i'm really this is like a therapy session where no i, I am kind of like parents. a therapist too everything's coming back to your parents everything's going back to your childhood yeah um dragging feet uh oh man that's so hard i know once i leave here that's okay I'm no i think, think dragging of... feet is interesting i don't really ever pay attention to that but now i feel like i'm going to and be like Stephanie. yeah or you know when people wear like flip-flops and it's like you know you know what i'm talking or, about right i won't um <laughs> crocs crocs or oh i don't even know how to discuss crocs we uh, won't get into it yeah. melody won't be happy <laughs> with me <laughs> okay what time do you get up in the morning uh you know probably like 10 oh that's nice yeah because i actually do you edit late i i work like into the night yeah and then i won't get sleep and then it's really bad but i love editing at night that's when my the quiet time i think it's also the time where like i can't talk to anybody else so i'm like so you have to edit you have to get the video out i gotta i gotta get my stuff done but yeah i am definitely a night owl i want to reverse that because i've been a night owl my entire life i go to bed at 10 every night I'm a grandma. I pass out. I can like go to bed like as the sun is coming up. Being like, okay, time to go to sleep now. Yeah, um, it's bad. It's really, really bad. But I got to reverse it. 10? 10 p.m. 10? 10. Wow. I'm a grandma. What time do you, what time do you wake up? Like 6.30. But I have a puppy. 
Well, he's not uh, a puppy, but he acts like a puppy. See, I was thinking if I got a dog, yeah, that would oh, really change that would things. mess you up. Yeah. Or the dog would have my schedule. <laughs> no, I think the dog would have his schedule, his or her schedule. Um, what's your favorite emoji? Oh, um, the like sly smile guy. Oh, you that's know? cute. And also the cowboy hat guy. I never use the cowboy hat. Oh, because he is just like a smiley face with a cowboy hat on. Real fun. Wait, I want to start using Real that Real playful. Now. That's the one I send the most actually. Wait, for sure. Okay, I need to start using that. Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, I already know the answer to this one, but I'll just ask it. What is your zodiac sign? Oh, I'm a Virgo, but also in terms of Chinese zodiac, oh. year of the horse, 1990. Horse. I'm the monkey. Monkey? I might just be making that up, but I think <laughs> I'm the monkey, 93, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll look it up after this. We'll see this. our compatibility after this. Okay, I'm so excited. I'll look it up on... Do you have the, uh, the app, The Pattern? No. Okay, I'm, we need okay. to offline this. Okay, okay, okay. But thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Everyone be sure to follow at Soothing Sista and check out her Instagram um, and her YouTube. I'm like trying to plug things, but I'm no influencer, so I don't oh, even know no. how to do it. No, thank you Swipe so much. Swipe up to listen, I'm, buy her merch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm such a fan of you. I love Queen Bee products. Shout out the lube. It's the <laughs> best. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun.